Welcome to the Mediocre Happy Hour, episode 20, or if you prefer, episode 20. Let's just play like we're at Starbucks. <laughs> I immediately Vin- regret my decision. Venti means large. <laughs> oh. Congratulations, Venti also means 20. You're stupid in three languages. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Oh, man. Oh, man. Uh. Dude, I- if it's not apparent by now, I don't know what I'm doing with the intros. <laughs> I'm just saying the first thing that comes to my head. Well, I was going to call you the host with the most, Mr. Post, but I can't do I'm, that now because you no. literally provide the least amount of anything to this podcast. Because I ruined it, man. <laughs> and, I'm sorry, and I'm sorry about that. You're the host with the most, right? The, no. no. I'm going to start calling you. I'm going to start calling you the man that just wants to look at his PlayStation it's a hey man do you want to come over to my house and see my playstation art gallery (laughs) what do you mean well i got this ps5 took it out of the box never turned it on it's not even plugged in don't know what i'm doing i call it i call it ps5 in still motion (laughs) please please don't touch there's there's little velvet ropes around it so so what games do you play i just don't i just bought it so someone else couldn't buy it so (laughs) but i'm not going to scalp it though i'm just going to look at it uh, just look at it right exactly i have the the platinum trophy for at least amount of time played <laughs> zero hours <laughs> zero. <laughs> uh, oh horizon zero hour box i got you hmm. well i picked up the i picked up the box to play it and immediately it said it was forbidden so i was like well i guess not <laughs> i just put it back you didn't try to go west i didn't i was like oh, no, no. I'm like, I'm like, so in this game, you can go north, east, and south. That's it. So how can we ever beat the game? I can't go west. Why not? It's forbidden. Uh, Prohibitado. (laughs) Prohibitado. It's prohibitado. (laughs) The fountain of Troy. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Oh. This This is exactly what happens. Daylight saving sound. It's got you all loopy. It does, dude. I'm drinking my coffee right now. I feel awake, but I also feel tired. I don't know what's going on. But anyway. You feel awake because I forgot that you had daylight savings time, which meant I didn't text you an hour earlier. You're like, yo, where are you at? And then I texted you and I'm like, hey, man, I'm sorry I'm late. And you're like, you're "You're not. I'm like, what's going on right now? Yeah. Alternate universes, parallel universes, time vortex, who knows? That's probably what it is. It's it's definitely a time vortex. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, It's... It's a mediocre end game, except for we don't snap. We just <laughs> clap. Uh, I'm sorry. But, no, but, but that's not even true. We don't, dude, because we played, we played Destiny multiplayer and we got absolutely destroyed. Oh, yeah. We didn't clap anything. No. Destiny like, literally tried to sell us uh, uh, an end game item called loop so that we hurt less. <laughs> oh man it was like there were no gimmies like old shaxi didn't even didn't even call the game early man we had to no. sit there and, and endure all of that pain for he, nothing he was like i like how this is going oh look at that oh they're not even bending over what are they doing why is like, oh, that guy, he's like that guy got shot in the face again one more time <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness that was absolutely brutal oh, it was horrible horribly well, well you're you're the one that carries this podcast, bro. Nick, welcome to the show. I don't know why I'm welcoming you. It's our show, but hey, it's welcome. our show. 
welcome. You can just thank me for letting you sleep in. Thank you for letting me sleep on your couch. Virtual couch? Yes, exactly. I'll take it. Yeah, you got to take what you can get. <laughs> How are you doing, buddy? I'm good, man. Uh, good. You know, tired. Been taking a nap every day <clears throat> when I get home from work for some reason. Because you're old. Dude, it's it's bad. Like, it'll be like, I'll get home at like 4.30. And then I'm like napping it out to like 5.30. Because if I don't, like, I'm going to just go to bed and not wake up. That's Until the, ne- the next day. Sorry. Ooh, that got dark. <laughs> He wakes up the next day. It's fine, everyone. Relax. Relax. Yeah. It's uh it's definitely crazy, but that's crazy, dude. Absolutely crazy. I I don't know, man. I've been really tired this week, uh, off and on. And there were times where I felt like I should take a nap. But I'm like, you know, if I if I stay up, then I can do more things, and that's a bad decision. Because then you overstay up and then you don't get enough sleep and then you wake up even more tired than the day before. Exactly. Because your, your body just is, I don't know, dude, it's just different. It's different. You know, you're not 20 anymore. No, man. The, the days of let's party and then go to work at 6 a.m. after I went to sleep at 2, <laughs> they, they just don't happen. Plus, the, not... la- the last time I think I did that, I was working at Best Buy and I most definitely fell off of one of the top racks. Oh, yikes. Yeah, it was pretty bad. It was in the back in the warehouse. Uh, I was moving computers. And for some reason, I started to slip. And instead of grabbing like something sturdy, I grabbed a gateway computer box. Oh, no. So me and the gateway, we took a little trip. (laughs) Take you to the gateway of pain? You know what? It didn't hurt that bad. Like, I was scared for sure. But it also didn't hurt that bad. Uh, And I was pretty bruised up. But I was like, I can't file a workman's claim comp because... yeah (laughs) Uh, that that's crazy man i uh i remember being really tired at best by certain days too but for me i was just like walking around the floor in like an absolute daze you know it's like you're walking around and you feel like you just feel like you're dreaming and you're just so tired like every step feels like your body weighs ten thousand pounds yeah also uh i think when you're on those top racks like that you're supposed to stay strapped into the little lift yeah. And I most definitely was not. <laughs> <laughs> so. You weren't wearing your strap on, dude? No. I definitely took the strap off. <laughs> Amateur. Amateur hour. Oh, I it felt like I got strap on. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, you're like, you're like these safety rules are dumb. <laughs> until, you... <laughs> until you grab a gateway box and realize it's not anchored to the shelf. Why until would you not anchor the gateway? So you start taking a deep dive off of the top rack and you're like, whoa. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. That's not that's not funny, dude. I'm sorry, you almost died. Oh, that was forever ago, dude. We're we're talking over a decade ago. Right. You're fine now. Yeah. Definitely been almost two decades since that happened. Yeah, good old good old Best Buy war stories. Mm-hmm. Always a good time. I like Always. it. Always. Wait. No, I was going to go with a different song there, but we're good. I'll stop. What song were you going to do? Were you going to do I, that, that a song from the uh, that unicorn game? Uh, what unicorn game? There's that unicorn phone game where all you do is run like from the left of the screen to the right as a unicorn, and you just tap the screen to jump. And if you tap it again in midair, like your unicorn dashes, and you have like three lives. And the whole point of the game is to just get as far as you can. 
and collect like gems and stuff. But if you like hit anything in the environment, your unicorn explodes. I have no idea what you are talking about. Oh, dude. Yeah. It's like a, it's a pretty popular game. I saw it on like IGN advertised forever ago on like one of their articles, like years and years and years ago. And uh, anyway, when you're playing the original game, there's a song that plays and that's like one of the lyrics of the song. It's like, always I want to be with you, make believe with you, harmony, harmony, oh, something like that. I don't know. Yeah, no, this is not, not where I'm no? going. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm way off, man. But anyway. Oh my gosh, way yeah. off. No, but it's a fun game, dude. It's a Let's fun see. game. It is. I'm going to look, I'm going to look it up because right. now I, I don't know, man. Robot Unicorn Attack. That's what it's called. And they have like three versions now. Oh my gosh. Nope, yeah. I'm good. I'm out. Robot Unicorn Attack, Nick. Just embrace it. Embrace it, man. Well, this week on the music front, anything new for you? Um, I have purchased some new things and I have listened to some new things that are that are new to me, uh, but not necessarily. Actually, no, I bought one new thing. I bought one new, new thing that I've listened to a bunch of stuff that was new to me. Um, so, yeah, I purchased uh, Propagandy um, from Fat Records. They had a re-release of today's, uh, what was it? pull up the title real quick today's empires tomorrow's ashes which is their most recent album they have like a uh, like a color variant and i had never really listened to a whole lot of propaganda um until this week and so i was like you know what i'm gonna like listen to it and if i like it like i'll you know i'll order the vinyl that they have up um and i started listening to it and i listened to that whole record and i really like it man it's just like it's very classic um you know fat, fat record style uh punk rock like super catchy super hooky uh just lots of you know, insanely fast songs. Um, really, really cool record. Have you listened to any propaganda at all? I have not. Yeah, have not. they're they're um, they're good, man. I mean, it's just like it's honestly just an, another killer band, like from Fat Records. Uh, they remind me. I'm trying to think of like a comparison. Um, I mean, if you like anything on Fat Records, you'll probably like them. They're, I guess, similar to Sick of It All, like in terms of probably like the speed of a lot of their songs, but they're not as heavy as sick of it all. Like they don't really scream as much. Okay. Um, very, very kind of raw, a little bit like rough around the edges, but in a good way. Um, very, very insanely cool. Just guitar playing, like extremely good musicians. Uh, and I've only listened to this, this record, which is their newest one that came out. Um, when did this come out? 2021 so it came out last year and this was a, a re-release so like i said not new but new to me um but very good um if you want to check it out it's uh propagandi it's p-r-o-p-a-g-a-n-d-h-i so like propaganda basically. are you sure it's propagandi or not propagandi propagandi could be either see i could be pronouncing it wrong and i could be that guy right now i'm now pretty sure like, you're that guy if i was a bad man you'd be that guy yeah, you're probably right. G-A-N. Yeah, you're right. Let's see. Let's see if we let's go to the wiki and, and figure this out. Dude, it happened to me again. Are you kidding me? What? They're from Canada. I do I do this to myself all the time, man. I, I just I find a band that I haven't heard, like get into them, like really like their stuff. And then I look up information about them and I'm like, of course you're from Canada. Like, I'm, I'm, like, secretly Canadian, dude. I mean, because the way you said it was like, man, I really got to stop listening to bands from Canada. 
I gotta stop listening to Canadian bands. Gotta put that Avril Lavigne on, on the back burner, man. I keep listening to that album. It's so good. I'm sure you're right. The more that I look at it, propaganda makes way more sense. So, I'm oh just my god, you suck so bad, dude. I'm in, I, I admitted that I did not know anything about this oh band until, god, until you're, recently. You're so horrible. I am propaganda. Yeah. So anyway, um, it doesn't have the pronounce. It doesn't have the. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, proper. <laughs> Gandhi. Dash Gandhi. Yeah. Good call, man. Good call. I, I already even listened to the band and I knew how to say it. Oh my gosh, dude. I'm sorry, bro. <laughs> you suck. You know what? People what? only li- people literally only tune into this podcast to hear what uh-huh. a dumpster fire your life is. Well, hey, if they do, then then uh write us write us an email. Let me know what's up. Just send them a gif of a dumpster burning. <laughs> you already you already did that. You already did that one time, remember? I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna. I'm gonna get that tattooed, and on the dumpster, it's just gonna say Josh. Oh my gosh, dude! What's the worst thing you can think of that you've mispronounced? Let's talk about that. I nothing because I'm SMRT. <laughs> yeah, I don't mispronounce anything unless it's something that doesn't make sense, right? Like a. <laughs> Like, who was that band I was listening to? And I was like, uh, oh, it was Lil Hoodie, right? Uh, and it's L-I-L-H-U-D-D-Y, right? But when you look at, yeah. like, when you look at it, right, like, uh-huh. it, that's not a normal word, right? All these, did, all these guys did was put a hyphen in between two words, and you still got it wrong. Well, they, did, they don't have a hyphen in their band name, though. The hyphen is on the wiki page. But oh, okay. You, yeah, but you were still you're still correct. I don't know when I when I look at it, you know, obviously my brain wants to read it as propaganda, but it's not because there's extra words in there. But it's still like a combination, you know. Uh, I think of you know probably propaganda and Gandhi. So obviously, you know, and they just hyphenated it, so it's cool. But anyway, um, but yeah, they're good. Uh, I like them. So. They're good. I'm not smart. Next slide. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm not a smart man. I'm not a smart man. <laughs> From uh, uh, Forrest Gump. Oh my gosh. Mm. But anyway, they're good stuff. I've been listening to a lot of uh, punk rock factory because uh, my daughter has been requesting all of the, well, they only have two, but the, the two new Encanto songs that they did. Yeah. Um, she is requesting those. And then she just like kept w- wanting to keep going. So we were listening to like, you know, Life is a Highway off like the first record that they did and all the Life all the is a highway. I'm yeah. Yeah. And then she's like, get out your guitar, dad. And she starts like air playing air guitar in the back to that song, like just straight jamming. It was so cool. Yeah. Uh, Michelle said she listened to a bunch of punk rock factory and was not a fan. What? Yeah. And I was like, you know what? It's, it's okay. Not everybody likes good music. It's fine. Some people listen to Jimmy E world and buy yeah. the vinyls. I mean, she does like Jimmy E world. So that could explain a lot. Dude, I was going to tell you, speaking of vinyl, since we're talking about music. Is it Jimmy Jimmy, World? Because you can just save everybody the trouble. I have Jimmy Eat World Clarity on vinyl now. Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) No, it's great, dude. Is it, though? It's fantastic. So when are you having the fire? Oh, my gosh. Never. I'm going to lovingly place it on the turntable and listen to it. Okay, well, your turntable will be tainted. And if I ever see your turntable, I will smash it. Nope. 
I'm going to help you, dude. I'm going to help you talk about how it's okay to listen to Jimmy Ewald and love Jimmy Ewald. It's, it's okay, not, No, it's not okay. So you're telling me at no point in your life, at zero points in your life, did you listen to Jimmy Ewald and like we're a fan? Yeah, like no points. Because like uh, the I, th- I think the first song I ever heard from Jimmy Ewald was The Mill, right? I think that might be most people's first. Probably because it was the one that was on the radio. Yeah, we and then we they overplayed the ever living crap out of it. And you know what? I will give you the middle is not a bad song. Okay, we're making progress, we're right? Making progress. Like, but now when the middle comes on, I just I want to rage, and I just think about choking out little babies, and like, oh my gosh, you know, not my my kids, but like your kids definitely get choked out. Oh my goodness, right? And like, I just I, I can't stand it. They overplayed it, like. I don't want to listen to it anymore. And then like, no, like nothing else they play sounds like the middle, right? Nothing. Yeah. I, and, I, I can see where you're, where you're coming from. And, and like, so they, people were like, yeah, they're punk rock. No, nah, man, they're alternative rock and it's garbage. Yeah. I wouldn't. Yeah. I would not say that they're punk rock. Um, I mean, like you said, maybe some of their songs are, but overall they're, yeah, they're, they're hard to classify. They definitely have some alternative stuff for sure. Um, some of their older stuff does not they, sound any. Anything. They are like if Nickelback said we're punk rock. That's what they are. <laughs> I think they're technically classified as emo. That's what I've seen. Which I mean, I don't know. Not really. I under- yeah, dude, I don't know. I, I understand what emo music is. Like, I, I get it that you'll be like, okay, My Chemical Romance. They're emo. Like, okay, I get what you're saying, but like yeah. also. Also, isn't all music email like anything that you listen to that makes you feel a certain way that makes you feel a certain emotion? No, is that to is me, that emo? To me, emo is like old school My Chemical Romance because right. they're not okay. Then they promise, <laughs> and they promise, and I'm also the Black Parade is dead. <laughs> it is. It is. But speaking of like a essentially like. It one of like those albums where you can listen to it front to back and every song is is phenomenal and the whole thing is if you say it's that album no you don't think that that's one of their best albums like like just front to back no really wait which album my chemical romance the black parade oh no no i thought we were i thought you were gonna throw some jimmy e-roll bullshit my way no no Uh, no. i was was talking about my chemical romance like (laughs) no that was not a trick question that was not a setup uh, um dude yeah like uh the black parade is dead is definitely probably my all-time favorite because it's super catchy super easy to listen to kind of tells a story exactly um, that's what i'm saying and like front to back like there's really not however a song on that have you like, listened to what's the one that uh danger days that had big old spider on it i've not listened to that one was um it, i was at the name of it i don't know i'll find out you could google it i um i don't know my chemical romance was was uh different for me because like i never really hardcore got into them i knew their popular songs um i did listen to like you know black parade when it came out i never owned any of their music i I still don't own any my chemical romance um but i've listened to it and and i do like it um but i've just never been like a diehard fan of theirs so oh man i was i was super into them for a long time were you yeah like knew all the lyrics to all their stuff nice was super sad when they broke up yeah danger days the true lives of the fabulous killjoys was the their last album uh Mm. they they put it out like right after in in 2010 and man that album is so good 
I can picture the cover of the album that you're talking about. I, I have seen it. Um, have not. I don't think I've listed anything off that record. It's I'll a, have to listen to that. It's a lot faster and a little bit harder than the Black Parade. Uh, so I will probably like it more then. <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, but man, the Black Parade is is good. So good. I, I think I even have that one on vinyl. Yeah, there's some I think cool it's a vinyl. picture disc. Yep, there's some, I was going to say there's a picture disc of that. There's also some really cool, like, black and gray smoke variants out there. Um, there's a lot of cool variants of that one. And and they're back together. They're touring. Uh, and they're actually coming to Germany uh, this fall. Oh, sweet. Yeah, so I was looking at because tickets aren't expensive because uh, it's a smaller venue, you know. Um, I think they were, like, 30 euro. Nice. Pretty cheap. Um, I I didn't even I didn't even know they were uh, back together until well, you said something like. I, I mean, I'm not gonna say like they're putting out new music, but they're definitely back together to tour. Because uh, mm. old old Gerard, I don't think his solo career took off the way he thought it was going to. <laughs> I didn't know he tried to do a solo career. Yeah, and that's how you know it didn't take off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. You know, just like uh, old, old Patrick Stump put out like one mm-hmm. solo album, realized nobody really gave a shit about him particularly, and was like, all right, we can back together now. It's fine. Oh, my gosh. I mean, That's funny. it is what it is, right? Not everybody can be Gwen Stefani. That's true. Right? And even she only put out a couple albums like, cool, I'm done with this music biz. I'm just going to be on The Voice. And then I'm going to marry Blake Shelton or I'm going to date Blake Shelton while he was still married. And then when his relationship finally kicks the bucket i'm gonna move in and now we're married i love him so much and now now we're married hey man who knows like his but uh but yeah like not most people who break off to do a solo like thing and like tell their other bandmates f off yeah it don't it doesn't work out for them right not everybody could be tom DeLong. I was just about to say it worked for Tom. Uh, you know, even though you don't, you don't like the newest. Bro, Angels his record, the, but... the newest Angels and Airways is such trash. Oh my See, gosh! I, I just I disagree, man. Oh we've had, we, we've had this conversation. It's so good. How dude. can you listen to that? I've listened to it multiple times. I think it's a phenomenal. Album. Don't get me like, wrong. I, I'm I love yeah. Angels and Airwaves. I bought the super deluxe signed edition of the newest one, right? Yeah. Uh, but every time I listen to it, I'm just sad, and I'm just like, I don't like this. I listened to a podcast recently where he was talking to um, Stryker and uh, Stryker's doing his own podcast now and he was interviewing Tom DeLong and Tom was talking about how he worked on that record for like, I think he was saying two years yeah. and then he wasn't, wasn't able to release it because it was like right when, you know, COVID was coming around. So yep. he went back, back in the studio, reworked all the songs to like perfect it even more. And, you know, just hearing how much work he put well, into it. I like, I appreciated it even in, more personally. In, in my experience, uh, when well, you go back and you second guess yourself, it turns out to be trash. <laughs> nah, I don't know, dude. I love it. Oh my gosh. You would though. Cause you like Jimmy world. <laughs> You know, one of these days, one of these podcasts, we're going to have to have like a, a real in-depth conversation and rip this open and figure out, number one, like I'll talk about why I like Jimmy Eat World and you can talk about why you don't like him so And the much. whole time you're talking about why you like Jimmy Eat World, I'm just going to mute myself and probably <laughs> go walk away and like, and you know, roll I'm not even going to listen. Roll your eyes. Yeah. And you're just I'm probably like, going to start drinking heavily because you're just raping my ear holes with this nonsense. You come back and you're just like, those are really good points. 
I what, what did I say? Fuck Jimmy <laughs> Eat World. <laughs> oh, dude. I I will I will tell you though, like I do remember the middle like being obviously overplayed like a ton on the radio. And that sucks when that happens due to any band. Where, like you just you hear the song on the radio so I'm much. Just, I'm just telling you, it took some time for me to realize that was trash. It took some time. <laughs> okay. Touche. Touche. That's funny. You're in the middle. You're in the middle of the song and you're like, wait, like. I don't like this. I don't like this. Why do I keep hitting repeat? <laughs> oh my gosh. I do like, I like the message of that song too, man. I think that the backstory of that song is cool. Cause I listened to a podcast um, where he was talking about the influence of that song. It was like a high school girl, I think that wrote into the band that was going through a hard time and, you know, at school and things like that. And so he wrote that song for her, which is pretty rad. Uh, I mean, yeah, like obviously when you can connect with the lyrics, it makes everything mm-hmm. that much better. Um, I don't know, man. That, Jimmy, Jimmy, you will fucking suck. Is that is that why you <sighs> connect with? Is that why you connect with love sucks? Yeah, uh, no, because love uh, love doesn't suck. I love my wife. I, I love my wife. <laughs> um, dude, speaking of love sucks, I just noticed last night it came out like a week ago, um, but I hadn't seen it yet. Uh, there's a music video that Avril released um, on YouTube of uh, Love It When You Hate Me. Have you seen that yet? Oh, yeah, yeah. I've seen that one. Okay, yeah. I, I did not. I missed it. Uh, I saw it last night, and I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, she's, like, her hair's, like, dyed, like, black and white, like, kind of, like, some zebra stripes, and she's in prison just, like, straight rocking out, you know? And it's just like, rocking out. Yeah, dude. I was like, all right. Like, you do you. This is, this is, <laughs> this is rad. I, uh, have you ever heard of the band Young Rising Suns? um old sleeping daughters no 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 no. young rising sons no i have not uh man they so they kind of remind me of uh they're in that weird kind of vein of like mumford and sons uh i'm not gonna say british right because obviously mumford and sons they all have accents or like scottish or whatever Uh, Uh but it's kind of like that brand of alternative rock if you will Okay, would you consider it to be on the folk side? Uh, n- no, because there's, I mean, yes, they do play some folky stuff, but it's more of a, like, they use more electric guitar. Okay, they're, uh, they're classified as a pop band, an indie pop band. Yeah, um, yeah, it's definitely indie rock for sure. Okay. Um, but they just released their new album. It might even be their first one, uh, first full-length one anyway. Let's look here okay albums uh no they had i thought that oh so they had an ep right uh swirl that came out in 2021 mm-hmm. um, but this one i think is a full full release yeah because it's 11 tracks uh and it just got released and and i really like them they have a, a bunch of like smaller eps and stuff um but they i didn't even realize it released and they showed up on my release radar for this week uh, oh nice so i've been listening to quite a bit of that you might like them uh okay you know, they're for me they're kind of like a uh palate cleanser you know okay yeah, yeah 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 um yeah they have a bunch of eps well no because well that no yeah i don't know they, they have a bunch of stuff going on they've been around for a while but they, they only have two what they consider albums um and then they have a bunch of smaller eps with some other stuff on there Sure. Uh, so, so just like, just like propaganda for me, they're somewhat new to you. No, no, no. I've been listening to them forever. 
knew they were coming out with this album and have just gotcha. been waiting. And then like it, it's really hard to keep track of album release dates because it just seems like, especially in the digital age these days, uh, stuff is so fluid and artists will be like, yep, my album's out next week. Thanks. Or they just don't say anything and they just drop it on Spotify. Right. Um, yeah. So that does, that does happen more often than not. So thank God for uh, Spotify, you know, release radar. Cause half the time you wouldn't even know what's yeah, out. You, you don't even know the downside with release radar is it's only based off what you listen to. So it's really hard to discover new artists off your release radar. Mm-hmm. Uh, that you'd have to go to like your discover weekly playlist where they try to sprinkle in some stuff that is kind of like stuff you listen to, but you may have not heard yet. Yeah. It's, it's frustrating, man. It's like even bands that I really, really, really like, um, you know, I'm finding out more and more that like, I have to follow them on Twitter, you know, follow them on, follow them on Instagram. I have to turn on notifications. You know, it's like all this stuff. If I have any hint at all that like a new record is coming, which I mean, point in case, dude, that's, that's the only reason why I knew that Memphis Mayfire um, was releasing the pre-orders for their record a couple weeks ago. This is, I got the Twitter notification for it. If I wouldn't have turned that on, I might've missed the, the variant of the record that I got, which is now sold out and they have other variants, but it's still like, dude, it's crazy how much work you have to do. If you, you know, have a feeling something might be around the corner. Yeah. And then on the vinyl front, I was able to score that it was rancid, right? The mm-hmm. European, uh, European special, special editions for that rancid, or rancid album, which one of those is going to you, the red one. That's um, so cool, dude. I'm so, I'm, thank you so much. I'm happy yeah. you got it in general, man. Cause like there's, I told you, uh, the US one sold out in, I don't even know how quick. Yeah. It there's, was. there's only 500 copies of each of those variants. And I managed to get both of them. And the U.S. one was a thousand copies of, like, yeah. I think it was a red variant also. But as soon as my Facebook group was like, hey, there's Rancid. It's and, up uh, and it's gone. Yeah, there's Rancid on red uh, with a thousand copies and there's Operation Ivy on purple. Oh, that's a, a good thousand. album too. It, it is. And I would have bought them both. However, by the time I, I went to the site, both were sold out and the Operation Ivy sold out even quicker than, uh, yeah, than, um, than Rancid. Rancid. So it was yeah. like... All right. Well, man, never mind. And then, oh man, the weirdest thing happened. I got a notification that I had mail, right? So I go to the mailroom and I check and there's a record. And I'm like, cool. It's probably something I ordered, right? It was all time low. Uh, some weird variant of all time low that I don't even remember ordering. Which record was it? Uh, man, what's the one that has a, uh... hold on. I, I, I'll grab it real quick. Give me, is this like so, so, so wrong? It's right. Uh, I don't know. Hold on. Okay. Man, I love All Time Low. I want to get more of their vinyls. For sure. For sure. No, it's it's uh, nothing personal. Oh, you got your nothing personal. Nice. Yeah, when, Very did, I, cool. when did I order that? Uh, so I sent you the link for that... Um, I don't know, probably three months ago, right. maybe, four, maybe four months ago. I was not even tracking that I had ordered it uh, yeah, or anything, but it's like the, the yellow black splatter um, yep. and, it, and it just showed up and I was like, I don't remember ordering this, but that is a good album. So that, that version is also out of 500. Um, yeah, as well, that one also sold out super quick. And I agree with you. That album is absolutely fantastic. Um, really like it. I, I need to get more all-time low because I really, really, I really like their stuff. Um, 
they're, they're another band I didn't really get into till later, later on in my life. Uh, but now I'm like, you know, I want to go back and revisit everything. Yeah. So everything, everything, everything. And then of course they keep releasing these new special editions because what, what I'm realizing is a lot of bands will on a yearly basis release like a repressing for that year mm-hmm. of their, of their album. Right. Uh, Cause like you go to SRC and they've got like 12,000 different variants of every blink album or like, uh, yeah. or whatever. And so that's cool. But at some point I, I got to cut myself off here and be like, you have like five copies of this record. You don't need six. Eh, but you kind of do. Oh, uh, and then, uh, I mean, I told you about it, but MXPX and Zebrahead are doing a show in Anaheim. Uh, yeah, I'm so bummed I can't go to that. It's like their first show since, uh, um, since like the live stream stuff that they did. It's their first live show back yeah. after. I wonder since if the, the, since the pandemic. So. I'll look to see. Because um, if you're going to come out here, try to come out here for Gamescom. Yeah, I'll look to see what other concerts are around because they're so cheap here. You I've know, already looked into where to get my passport and where to do all the other stuff I have to yeah, do. So. You, you need to get on that because passports are taking like two months right now. So for them one, to for them to mail it to you. One other release that is new that I'll talk about real quick. Um, I don't know if you've heard of this band either. Again, this band is not new. I don't think they're super new, but they're again they're new to me. Um, but this band is called Drug Church, and huh. they. Yeah, they have a new record that just came out um, two days ago on Friday called Hygiene, and they're very cool, um, very fast punk rock. There is some screaming in there, which I think is one of the reasons why I like it, because it's, it's got a little bit of like that metal stream at some point in time, at, at like points in times in the songs with, uh, you know, the melodic punk rock, really fast paced, kind of like thrash metal mixed in. Um, really, really cool, though. I've listened to half of the new record, really like it. I'll probably get it at some point in time, but it's not one that, I'm, that I need to like jump on and order right now because there's still like some cool variants out there and it's not, you know, it's not getting like super scooped up. But um, yeah, they've been around... I'm not sure. Let's see. I'm just curious how long they've been around because I found out about them late last year and I ordered one of their EPs uh, called Tawny that I really like. Um, yeah, they started as they started in 2011. So they've been around. Um, yeah, been around 11 years. Nice. Yeah. I've yeah. Never so, heard of them. yeah. Drug drug church. Just just like it sounds. I can pronounce that one. So. Yeah, because it's got the word drugs in it. sorry you don't do drugs (laughs) no that's funny dude this is like this is how people tune in man to hear us just like rip rip i mean to 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 be fair before we started recording you were talking about doing crack but only from the pipe because you're classy (laughs) (laughs) i share those i shared those details with you in confidence (laughs) don't worry your dad knows you do crack too so when he listens to this episode he's not going to be surprised Oh my god! For our listeners, he really doesn't do drugs, or at least that he's actually disclosed to me. I'm pretty oh sure he does god. some form of drugs because you'd have to be high as shit to listen to Jimmy Eat World. So, oh my goodness, you're just like like there's a <laughs> what, what's it called? Oh, it's, it's that intervention. It's like you know, there's an intervention stage, and I'm like, why do you guys think I do drugs? And they're like, Josh, we know you listen to Jimmy Eat World. We just need to talk about it. I'm like, it's fine. I can stop whenever I want. And they're like, no, we're here to help. We're here to help you. The the title of this episode is Drugs Are Bad, okay? Drugs Are Bad, okay? Okay. okay. Oh. oh my gosh. <clears throat> That's funny, dude. 
but yeah, so that's my music stuff. Uh, I scored those European variants, which is cool. I always like that because European stuff seems to be super limited. Um, not to mention most people won't pay the like six times the sticker price and shipping to get it in the U.S. I was, I was going to say, yeah, it, it, that's a hundred percent true. It's like people, even people that want the records, it's like, you're going to spend, well, actually I ordered, um, I ordered a seven inch from another punk band. This is the only like new thing I got a punk band called the chats. I ordered okay. their new, I ordered their new seven inch, just two songs. Um, and I think the only place you could get it was from an Australian website. And so I paid like, yeah, $18 in shipping, I think for a seven inch. And I was like, man, this is, this is expensive. I apparently ordered something from an Australian website, but I can't remember what it is. I know it's a vinyl store because it's like something, something vinyl. Uh, but I had a shipment notification like, hey, your vinyl's on the way from da 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 dot AU. And I was like, what did I order? Yeah. Well, the chats uh, are, fr- they are from Australia. So it makes sense that like they're, they're selling their stuff on an Australian website. Um, but it was just crazy because I think the seven inch was like $12. And then it was, you know, $18 in shipping. And I'm just like, holy cow. I know, but so a lot of people don't. So it's cool when you can get those as soon as that stuff, that rancid comes in, uh, I'll put it back in the box because it's probably going to come packed like in a double, sure, uh, double package thing. So I'll just take my copy out, put your copy back in, reseal it and bring it to the post office. And you, and you keep whichever color you want, my dude. No, you can have the red one, man. It's fine. The the Rojo, Rojo Del Cinco. Rojo. Yeah. Um, Okay. But yeah, so that that is it on the music front. For yeah, me. yeah, I agree. I mean, just like, and you know, I think that with our podcast too, I think sometimes it's just going to be stuff like this. So we're talking about just what we've been into that week, not necessarily like brand new stuff. But you know, if you do listen to the podcast, you kind of know our style of music by now, or a lot of the stuff we listen to. Um, hopefully, you'll check it out. And you know, if you want to give us some recommendations, please do. We'll uh, we'll plug our Twitter and our um, Gmail at the end of the episode here. But yeah, um, good stuff, man. Good yeah. stuff. On the game front, everybody knows what you've been playing. It's only been one thing because it's the man who bought a PS5 and won't turn it on. <laughs> I told you it's for my PS5 museum, dude. Are you gonna come over and or what? For our listeners, he literally was like, Yeah, I couldn't pass up the opportunity, had to get this PS5. Gets his PS5, bought games for his PS5. He's like, Yeah, I'm so excited. So excited. I'm gonna try out this horizon, the forbidden west. And then, uh, yeah, I'm definitely going to play Gran Turismo because I'm such a Gran Turismo fan. Can't wait for that game. And then all week, I was like, hey, man, you going to play Gran Turismo? You going to play Gran Turismo? And then right before the podcast started, hey, man, so did you like ever start Gran Turismo? No. I was I was like, I think I said, you're going to hate me, dude. Yeah. Because <laughs> well, I'm, I'm single-handedly dragging the podcast down by only playing one game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, and it's fine. Like, everybody's still playing Elden Ring. I, I'm going to be honest with you. Um, I haven't played since we played last time. Uh-huh. Uh, kind of got into a spot where I was just beating my head against the wall. Uh, but I yep. have to, like, I'm at the point where I have to beat my head against this wall because you need to do this thing to progress. And uh, and so I was okay. like, can I, you can you talk about it or is it spoilers? Yeah, yeah, it's Stormdale Castle. So fairly early on, everybody who's listened to our like spoiler casts or mm-hmm. or last week knows I am not good at these games. Um, so. Yeah, I'm just not good. I know Stormbelt Castle is, is is hard to get through for most people. Um, although part of the news, I guess, is over 50% of the people have beat the boss at the end of Stormbelt Castle. 
mm-hmm. uh, which is like the highest number, I guess, from software's ever seen because they can see like how many purchases were made and how many people make it through different areas. And that's the highest number of people who've made it through the second boss of from software game. That's that's pretty darn good. That's that's yeah. impressive. Over because I mean he's he's um I mean just we've talked about it so much, but like when you know how to fight the bosses, when you kind of know what you're getting into, you know it's not as hard. But like your first time through, he's a hard boss. He's a very hard boss. He's still not... easier from what I understand than Margaret. Yeah, and there's another boss in the game that I haven't fought yet. I don't even remember her name right now. It's like I don't remember what it is. But there's one. Are you boss talking the about game. the one you just beat? No, no, there's a boss. Uh, he was he was really hard too, though. And I was going to talk about that in a second because um, it's just more of how like random Elden Ring is. But uh, no, there's a boss that apparently is just like super difficult. And I don't. Are you talk even... about Radon? No, it's a girl boss. Um, I want to say Millicent, but I know that's not right. Is it Mel- Meliana? That could be it. Isn't yeah, she? She's... Isn't she the girl that shows up to your bonfire? Uh, I don't. That's a good point. She might be. Um, um that's like I, a huge spoiler by the way sorry guys but uh, i didn't pay attention to her name but i just like i was watching a youtube stream of somebody speedrunning the game and, and people in the stream just kept saying like you know talking about that fight over and over and over again. yeah i was like i was like i haven't come across this apparently it's she's like one of the end bosses okay um she's like apparently hard. yeah her fight is just fuck it i'm trying not to swear i'm still gonna mark this as explicit uh, <laughs> because we do talk about jimmy e world and we shouldn't expose young people to that um but yeah she's just like her her fight is super cool but also super hard and i guess the new the new thing to hate on is the boss's name is radon um and apparently his fight is super unbalanced Mm -hmm. i just Um, beat i just beat him is it super unbalanced yeah so it's ridiculous so what i was going to talk about was like i just beat him he's one of the demigods of the game one of the main main bosses i accidentally wandered into his area so he's technically the fourth according to like a walkthrough he's like the fourth main boss of the game uh I, he was the third demigod that i have beat so i went off the path somewhere and whatever i mean you can play the game however you want but yeah so you start the fight and um i'll just say like obviously spoilers if you don't want to hear this part you can skip forward in the podcast a little bit but you um you start the fight and there's a bunch of gold summons like people that you can summon to come help you like npcs and so you run around you summon like you know probably six seven eight different people he's a massive boss he's huge and he's riding this tiny little horse so it looks really funny and uh and you know you just run in and fight him but but yeah no matter your health pretty much he can one-shot you with a variety of his moves. So he takes a fair amount of damage, and you can see his health bar draining pretty quick. But there were many times where I'd get him down to, you know, one or two hits left, and and, and I'm going to win the fight. And, uh, you know, he would summon these, like, gigantic purple magical like orbs and stuff like that the ones that he shoots and they chase you and oh, if yeah. any if any of those hit you and you're you're on horseback because you have to be so they're almost impossible to block so his like his bow and arrow that he shoots can knock you off your horse he has insanely accurate aim the purple orbs can like hit you and one shot you like there's just so many things it's so random so I, I banged my head against the wall for that fight and I was like level 70 when I beat him I think um until I just finally like got lucky you know, and one just because it's, it's, there's a lot of randomness to it. Yeah. 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 So people are upset about him. They, they said he needs to be rebalanced and, and maybe he does. I don't know. Uh, but it's that classic from software thing of you finally beat this boss. Like how good did you feel in that moment? 
you know well i felt great i mean i got like seventy thousand runes you know got some cool like stuff from beating him and i was like sweet and then you know it's like okay where do i go now i'm still lost in the game <laughs> and, and like i've seen some people saying like you can't really compare elden ring to breath of the wild um and i'm like yeah you can because once you get past that second boss the game opens up and it does not stop you it, no you can, you can go wherever you want to go and if you are good enough uh, you can beat it. Matter of fact, did you see the article? Someone has beat Elden Ring, rolled credits in less than one hour. I did. Yep. Right. So they did that. They they knew exactly where to go. They ran straight to the bosses. Uh, or you know, were obviously good enough to get through them. And in less than an hour, they 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 rolled credits. So it is that Breath of the Wild thing because if you haven't played Breath of the Wild, you get off this plateau, you can run straight for the castle and fight Ganon. Yeah, exactly. You know, like you don't have to go do all the dungeons and, and, and all that stuff. Like you can run straight fight and roll credits and be done. So in that respect, this is Breath of the Wild, you know? Yeah, I can't climb every surface and whatever. Who the fuck cares? I have a horse that can double jump. I, I did watch, um, like I said, I was, I was watching a speed run, right? The horse is cool. Um, but yeah, I was watching a speed run and like basically what they did was you know, all those teleporters that are around the world um, for anybody that hasn't played the game, these little blue teleporters you can touch that teleport you. And there's very specific ones that can teleport you like to the very, very, very late areas of the game. So they essentially like get their horse as soon as possible, speed run to those little portals and teleport um, until they get to where they, they want to be. Yeah. Uh, the you boss know. areas or whatever. Yeah, and then there's things in there where they can, like, you know, glitch the game out or whatever to, like, kill a boss quickly and, you know, little tricks and stuff like that, at least from the person I was watching. But it's like, holy cow, like, if you know exactly where to go, yeah, you can make it from the bottom of the map to the very top of the map. And, yeah, I think it was, like, at 20 minutes when he was, like, in the, the lava fire mountain area, which I, had, I haven't even been to that area of the game yet. And yeah, been, you like, can get teleported there by opening a chest. Yeah, you can also get teleported there by letting one of the... Uh, gigantic iron maiden things grab you uh those things are crazy stupid hard to fight i hate them yeah so more Elden ring for you um pretty and much... uh and destiny we played oh, destiny yeah, yeah. together we, we did play mm -hmm. destiny we we kind of covered that uh we we beat another mission on legendary which is cool so we're we're slowly making our way through that um we've beat the campaign on normal uh but we beat the first mission on Legendary because I hadn't done that yet. Man, that mission takes like an hour. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah, the first one. We're like, oh, we got to be done soon. It's like, no, no it just keeps you're going. Not, um, you're not even close. And then there's some missions where it's like, go here, talk to this person. All right, go here, interact. All right, go. And then the mission's over. And uh, uh -huh. But that first mission, dude, it just keeps going and going and going. Yeah, it's unnecessarily long. It could have ended like so long ago. Yeah, I mean, kind of, because the whole point of it is you're trying to board her throne world ship or whatever, and it's not like mm -hmm. they can't just they can't just end it right when you get on the ship, right? So, uh, and then they got to introduce you to different mechanics, and so I understand why it's long, but man, it's long, uh, right? And then we played some multiplayer and realized like we're just not good anymore. <laughs> some something happened, man. Something's like, wrong, we, dude. We we were getting smashed. We got absolutely destroyed, and uh, yeah, I don't know what it was. We did okay in Gambit. Gambit was fun, and the balancing for Gambit felt really good, which is like a, a PvP VE mode where there's some oh, yeah. PvP. Yeah, if you invade but their... I, I guess people yeah. still don't like it, but I, I actually, like, we, we won a match and we lost two, um, but I was not as frustrated 
playing it as I had been in the past. Right. You know, like it, me, it felt like it, it was balanced enough to where even if we got behind, we still had a chance to win. Uh-huh. And then, uh, you know, but you still got to play well. Like you, it's not so unbalanced to the fact where everybody gets their primeval and it's just a race at the finish. Like if you're playing horribly, you're going to get annihilated. We got annihilated that last game, I think. We um, did. Yeah. So, so if you play well, it, it's good. I think Gambit feels good. Um, does it still need some tweaking? Sure. Can I use some new maps? Sure. Like, uh, but man, some of those Gambit weapons are so neat. They are. Yeah. I got a fully automatic uh, scout rifle that dropped for me. You got a really cool auto, auto rifle. rifle and you got a really cool hand cannon too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so there's more destiny. Uh, we still haven't done the raid. There's still a bunch of stuff for us to do in destiny. So we'll, we'll probably go back and forth between that. Um, but like you said, there's just so many games out. It, it's really hard to like focus on one. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, I've played quite a bit of different stuff. So no Elden Ring this week. Like I said, taking a break. Kind of need to like de-stress myself before I hop back into that. Um, I feel you. Played Gran Turismo 7. All right, so here's my thoughts. I'm playing on PS4, by the way, for everybody listening. Because you talked about it a little bit last last episode as well, but you had some more things you wanted to say about it. Yeah, so all right. I'll start off by saying this. The driving in the game feels good. Right now, I don't have the dual sense five or whatever the fuck controller, <laughs> right? So I get normal rumble, cool, whatever, not a big deal because I've never played with the dual sense. So maybe if I had, I'd feel differently. Um, but the driving feels fine, it feels good, feels like a good driving game, right? Grand Turismo games have never felt bad, right? Here's where my problem comes in. Mm-hmm. <sighs> So much attention to detail is paid to the cars. They look great. However, they do not look as good as, say, Forza Horizon. Now, granted, we play on PC, and I I have a fairly nice PC, and I can crank up the graphics settings, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And you're paying $500 for a PS5 and, you know, $200 for a PS4. So you get what you pay for kind of thing. Um, But when I can play – so we'll start with – so the cars don't look as good as the Forza Horizon models in real time right in real time i understand when you go into the gran turismo 7 photo mode and they amp everything up because the car's not in motion and they can turn on the ray tracing man it looks absolutely stunning right okay looks stunning their photo mode is the best photo mode for any racing game i've ever seen in my life sure right i'll give them a like all the credit due there however when i'm driving down the track my cars just look okay they look fine. They look good. Right. I'm not like, I'm not writing home. Like, Oh my God, this is the most realistic uh, thing I've ever seen in my life. The interior of the cars, they look fine. They look good. Okay. Right. The tracks, however, look like a pile of shit. (laughs) I'm serious. Like if you were to pause the game and look at the texture on the track and I, and I understand they're not rendering the tracks as well. Uh, because you know you're, you're more your car's moving so quick you're not really focused on like how the track looks but if i can be driving in a cockpit view and realize that your track looks like something from 2006 <laughs> there's a problem their tracks are garbage they don't look good you're not rendering anything outside of this closed off area right so when i boot up 
Forza Horizon 5, that's an open world game and their roads and their open world looks better than your closed off, super simulated, I can't really see anything outside this track. Track, there's a fucking problem. Sure. It, it's it's glaringly bad. And I don't, like, I, I know in some of the reviews I read, like, they, they mentioned, like, hey, the tracks don't necessarily look, these tracks look like straight up garbage. Okay. And they had almost 10 years between the last number GT and this one. And so you're telling me it took you 10 years to slightly up your car models, put in some fucking ridiculous ass microtransactions that cost up to a hundred dollars per car now, depending on the car you buy. That's right? crazy. And, and, and you didn't pay any attention to the tracks and there's so little fanfare around the tracks, right? At least like in, in Forza seven, you got like all this history about like the Nuremberg and all you load up a track here. And it's like the Nuremberg That's it. That's it. Right. But there's yeah. tons of history about the cars. If you want to read. And that's my other complaint. Right. Everything in here is text based. I mean, if you cared so much about the cars, can I get some narration, please? One, I'm slightly retarded and can barely read. And two, <laughs> like you didn't put money anywhere else. There's no, money nowhere else in this game. You put it into a slightly higher car res. I still can't figure out if there's damage, right? Maybe oh, really? Is. Yeah, I, uh, but I, I don't think there is. There's no damage modeling on these cars either. Uh, and then you you give me all this information about the cars, but I got to read through it, right? I got to read like a six-page thing about Ford or Mazda or Toyota. Or, I'm not doing that. Sure. Right. And then the way the career progression works, yeah, you go to the cafe and you get like these menu, they call menu items. And it's like, hey, earn these three cars. And that's fine because it unlocks the races you need to play Mm -hmm. to earn the three cars. And then I do that. I play the races. The racing feels great. Not mad about that. But then I go back to the campaign or the cafe and I have to read 90 pages about these three cars I just unlocked to get any kind of enjoyment out of it. So they kind of force you to do that. Yeah. And like, I'm interested in the history, but I'm not going to sit there and everything moves so slow outside of the racing. Nothing feels snappy. The cafe, everything's smooth jazz. The soundtrack is smooth jazz. It's so bad that I turned the soundtrack off and like put on Spotify. The soundtrack to the, the whole game is jazz. Yeah. yeah. It's like smooth jazz, easy, easy listening type shit. Gotcha. Right. Whereas like Verizon, Forza, Verizon, um, Forza Horizon is like polar opposite. Like there's a wide variety. And, of and I get it, right? There. Like it's yeah. hard to compare GT7 to Forza 8 because it's not out yet. But I, I believe Forza 8 is going to come out this year, right? Uh-huh. Um, and it may have, it may suffer from the same thing. Hey, Super Semi Racing, we're not going to throw in like your radio stations, all that kind of thing. And I mm-hmm. got it, right? So I can't really compare it to that. My problem is, if you buy this on PS5, this is a $70 game that feels like it should have released eight years ago. Sure. Right. I hear, I hear what you're saying. It, it doesn't, it, in my opinion, it doesn't do enough to change the formula to warrant an eight-year production time for me to spend $70 on it. Outside of the fact that if I want to play Gran Turismo on my new shiny PS5, I've got to buy this game. Mm. And, and it, it just feels... And then on top of it, they didn't do anything to fix their microtransaction issue. It's still there. It still sucks and no one's happy about it. And it, and it's just like when Forza 8 hits, if I had the choice, 
right? I'm probably going with Forza. Why? Because it's got a physics-based engine. The cars can do damage. You know, mm-hmm. once you damage your car, it drives different. You're still going to have all the same freaking tracks that Gran Turismo has, I promise, mm-hmm. right? Because every racing game gets the same freaking tracks. Um, right. If you want a realistic racing game, there's only like, there's yeah. only so yeah there's only so many tracks in the in the world you know right like the Nurburgring is is absolutely famous so it's like if you want that in your game you know cool put it in there but I, you I know, just, then you're, yeah at the end of the day the game's not bad right if you're a Gran Turismo fan you're gonna love this you're gonna be like yes it's more Gran Turismo and you're gonna be like yes this is this is the greatest thing since the last Gran Turismo mm-hmm. <laughs> right uh but if you're not a Gran Turismo fan it, jump in maybe see if it's for you i'm actually enjoying some of the licensing tests believe it or not i'm going for golds really yeah uh almost all the way through my b license um I'm proud of you, on man. gold right like i'm enjoying that part of it um mostly because my brain works differently differently than it did when i was younger and i'm understanding like hey there's a there's a systematic way to go through these and get golds and if you can think about you know like okay I looked at my time. I looked at when I started breaking, I, I made silver. So now I need to break a little bit earlier because I'll still mm-hmm. end up in the zone, but I'll save time. Um, type mm-hmm. deal. That's my, my, my brain works differently. So I'm going for gold, right? Uh, nice. But um, man, just, just super, super just wish they had done more. I needed something and I'm on PS4 and, and when you play it on PS5, finally in like a decade, um right maybe you'll be able to tell me like hey on ps5 is completely different experience sure and and cool that's great i hope it is because i hope i get a ps5 someday and i can play it on ps5 and maybe it'll change my opinion but right now man, it's so dated so dated as much as i like gran turismo and i really really do like gran turismo the amount of time they've taken between like games you know from the early days of playstation is it, it is it, it bothers me for sure and yeah. it's just it just sucks to wait that long for a game because especially when like you pop it in and i've talked about my experience with like gran turismo 5 before and how it took like three hours for the game to download from a disc on my ps3 and then when i finally went to play you know you had to buy the cars randomly based on like what was in the marketplace that day and it's just like what am i playing like i don't want this i just want my like want cars i want to race and you know then there was like gran turismo sport and for the longest time i was like when is like a numbered gran turismo coming back out you know um and six was pretty decent but when i played six uh on the ps4 like you're saying, I was just like compared to the other racing games that are out because I had played for uh, I keep going Horizon, holy cow! I played Forza at that point in time, and comparing it to Forza, which is hard not to, I was like, this is a great game and I like it, but you know, if I had if I had the choice, like I'd probably just play Forza right now because it just feels like there's more to do, right? Uh, and Forza just feels more alive, like it, it's just got more energy. Like if I want to sit down and sip my coffee and read the Sunday paper, I'll play Gran Turismo uh-huh that's what it feels like it feels like a, a game meant for people that are our age that don't really <laughs> like the new faster pace like in your face racing games and that's great like i really hope they find this game and i hope they play it but uh and i and like i said i still really enjoy the driving um i don't want to do anything else in that game just let me drive yeah i think i think that's the perfect way to put it yeah if you want a racing game that you can kind of zone out chill 
um, you know, have a good time, shut your brain off. Like I feel like Gran Turismo for the most part, especially the, I'm talking about the later Gran Turismos, they've been like that. If you want a high energy racing game, you know, on every front with lots of variety, you know, forces for you. But what's crazy, dude, is like, um, I was remembering back to like Gran Turismo, I think it was Gran Turismo 2. I could be wrong on that, but it was the first time I'd heard Rob Zombie because um, Rob Zombie was on the soundtrack of that game with Dracula. And playing like that Gran Turismo way back in the day, hearing Dracula in the background while you're going like 180 miles an hour around a corner, dude, I just felt invincible. Yeah, and, and I'm sure there's more than just easy jazz in here. Yeah. Because um, they have the music rally mode and that'll have some more modern type music. It's probably why I like that mode so much because the, the music's just fun, right? Um, mm -hmm. But man, the cafe is all like easy listening and everything just feels like it moves so slow. They're like, don't move fast. Just just take time and like look into the car's eyes. And I'm like, I don't want to do that, man. <laughs> I'm on the wheel. I want to go 190. I want to go fast. You know, I'm gonna go fast. If you ain't first, you're last. Yeah. So, so just a little bummed out about that. Um, I'm just happy you tried it, dude. I'm happy you you like parts of it. Um, I, I don't know. Like, I'm ex I definitely am excited to play it. It's it's tough though, man. There's just so many games out right now, and you know, my my personality with games is really rough sometimes because I I get into a game and I really get you're into a it, completionist, obviously. right? And and I, I try not. I try not to be, but yeah, it's hard to break break myself of that sometimes. Yeah. I mean, and it's probably a healthier habit anyway, because I'm over here playing like 75 different things a week. You know, how <laughs> can you really get into something when you're playing like bite-sized samples? You're like, I love that part where I drove the Dodge Viper into Stormville Castle. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, Nick. <laughs> um, but the, so uh played some more games. There's my thoughts on that. Mm -hmm. Uh played, picked up WWE 2K22. Mostly because I haven't played a wrestling game since like the N64 days. Mm -hmm. um, but this, uh, and I know like the last year or the last one they put out was like 2K20 or whatever. Uh, yeah. It was abysmal, completely trashed. Like the game was super broken. I don't think they ever really got it fixed um, type deal. Uh, but I mean, I used to love wrestling games because it's just crazy, right? Cage matches and picking up weapons, beating people over the head with chairs, whatever, right? Uh-huh. And I haven't really played like an arcade fighting game like that. Okay. In a while so it was getting pretty good reviews um and i was like you know what it'd be fun to like create a character make him crazy give him a persona go through the story mode um because this one for all intents and purposes while i'm not a huge wrestling fan so maybe this is why i'm a little more high on it because apparently if you're really into wrestling this one leaves some stuff to be desired um but it's super functional it's super easy to play it's it doesn't seem like it gets too too complicated unless you're going to play like competitively maybe mm -hmm. um but man, it's super fun. You just go in there, you do some fake ass wrestling moves. You know, uh, the story mode's kind of cool. Character models, take them or leave them. Uh, it doesn't look horrible, but it's not like the best looking thing I've ever made or I I've ever seen. Sorry, I don't make games. And uh, <laughs> and uh, I'm just having a good time with it. Like, it's a good, like, I'm not going to be too stressed out. Let me go beat this guy over the head with the chair and call his mama whore. I don't know. <laughs> you know, like it's just, just, just fun. That's awesome. Just, just, just ridiculous. Like Dude, over the top. It has a really cool, like creative character mode, like super, super cool. Unless you're doing the, the, my rise or whatever, which is like the career where you make your own wrestler, but if uh -huh. you're just creating a wrestler to go and play like exhibition matches with that character creator is absolutely insane. 
Oh yeah. They used to have, um, they used to have it where you could take a picture of yourself with, um, like the game cameras and things like that. And you could like import your face into the game and crazy stuff like that. I don't know if they still do that, but they used to I, on a lot of the, I don't ones. know either. Uh, but yeah, character creator is cool. And if you, if you even like just playing around with wrestling games, um, I'm mm-hmm. not going to tell you to go out and buy this now. Right. But if it's on sale, like pick it up, have fun, right. Catch on a steam sale or something like that. Uh, sure. Cause it does have like co-op, like you can do co-op matches and, and stuff like that. So if you even like wrestling a little bit um, or just think you might be entertained, wait for a sale on this one uh, and, and give it a shot. It's super easy to pick up and play. It's not super complicated. Um, so everybody can find a little bit of, uh, of enjoyment here. That's awesome. It's <clears throat> I played, I've never owned any of those games, but I have played uh, some of them at like friends houses and stuff like that. And I will say the, create a character it is insanely cool like the create a character mode has always been good in those games and i feel like they've just gotten like better and better and better at it over the years so it's just like you kind of come to expect it but you also take it for granted when a game doesn't have that <laughs> right and they simplified controls in a way where you have like your special meter bars and you have different special moves they take up a certain number of bars and then once you max out all your bars you can do like your finishing move uh-huh. um, and it's like super easy to activate too like yeah, it, it, it they really tried to simplify it for, for people to just come in and pick up and play and have a good time. Heck yeah, dude. Uh, so played played a bunch of that uh, and then went down this other rabbit hole called Grand Theft Auto V. <laughs> okay. So so I played Grand Theft Auto V when it released on 360, and then I paid for it again when it released on Xbox One, right? Uh-huh. And then I paid for it again when it released on PC. Right. Okay. And they're getting ready to release the Series X, Series S, and PS5 versions of it, which are going to add ray tracing, believe it or not. Um, Dang. Yeah. So everybody's talking about it. I have never beat Grand Theft Auto V. I'm shocked. Yeah. Yeah. I really like (laughs) it, though. Like, um, so it's been a long time since I've touched it. Uh, Didn't really play it on PC, just kind of like bought it because I was like, oh, I I play PC games now. And, uh, played it for like five minutes just to see like the PC settings and stuff. And then mm-hmm. set it down and never really played it again. Um, because if you don't know, Grand Theft Auto games are huge. They're huge open worlds, probably some of the most detailed open world games ever created. Uh, and they're, they just take forever to beat, right? There's tons of side stuff to do and that kind of thing. You can kind of get lost. And then they have the Grand Theft Auto online, which I haven't touched, um, but they're revamping the online mode for the release of these new consoles. Um, so maybe I'll hop back into that. They're kind of adding like a story path to help you progress. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, started playing Grand Theft Auto Five, and man, that game's so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's so much fun. The story's good if you're not a sensitive person, uh, because Rockstar doesn't take themselves seriously, and everything they say is kind of racist, uh, and like kind of effed up, but in like a fictional world, and you're like, oh my gosh, why am I why am I doing this? Um, so literally in the last like three or four days, probably put about 15 hours into that. Dang, that's a, that's a fair amount. Yeah. Just like, wow. I'm, I'm going to go out, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say the cars in GTA five look just about as good as the cars in GT seven on, <laughs> on, on a PlayStation four, right? I'm granted, I'm playing on PC. I've got all my settings just, just cranked all the way up. Everything's maxed. I have everything turned on. Um, and I'm still pulling like 120 frames and, 
Yeah, it's good. I will say this. I had it locked at 60 frames a second. Mm-hmm. Um, and it it just felt bad. So I, I unlocked it and put my put my refresh rate to 165 frames and turned on VSync and instantly felt way better. So either I'm becoming a frame rate snob, which I might be. Um, <laughs> because when you place along at certain frame rates, like the stuff that's lower than that, you can definitely start to notice, right? It's the same argument you can make with when 4k came out and everybody's like you can't tell the difference between 1080p and 4k right until they get a 4k tv and they watch that for you know x number of or x amount of time and then something they're watching can only be broadcast in 1080p and they're like uh why does my tv look like shit why my tv my tv look bad i don't like right? it it's like uh you ever go back on netflix and watch like old sitcoms like friends or something when uh, they didn't have high def and everything was recorded at like 480 and, mm-hmm. and it just looked bad. You're like, Oh, this is not good. Uh, it's, yeah. it's, it's kind of like that. So I feel like uh, that's probably why it, it felt bad for a little bit. And I was like, hold on, let me, let me go like change some stuff. And and now it's looking good, playing good. Uh, the game's hilarious. If you have, I, I'm, I, I want to beat it. I think this is, I'm going to play through it and beat it. Um, and mostly, if anything, it's just getting me more excited for Grand, uh, Grand Theft Auto 6, which they did confirm that they are going to be working on. Have you played Grand yeah. Theft Auto 5, Josh? I have. Yeah, I have played a little bit of it. Um, and it's exactly like you said. It's that game, um, Red Dead Redemption. You know, I played I played both of those. They're two newest releases. And there's just, yeah, there's a lot. I mean, it's got that, um, it's got that Elden Ring, you know, syndrome to it where it's just like you can pretty much go anywhere do anything like just you know there's missions and stuff but if you just want if you want to wander off and get lost and go hunting it's like you know yeah you you can can do do that it's it's crazy but i have played it It, it's a great game and then over the years they've just continued to make it excuse me uh better and better and better and adding new things to it and updating it for the new systems and just all sorts of really cool stuff like that uh yeah the pricing for the xbox series xs slash ps5 is a little weird so if you get Grand Theft Auto, the story mode on PlayStation 5, it is 75% off and costs you 10 bucks all the way until a certain date. And then it goes to $39.99, right? Or the full game is 10 bucks. Grand Theft Auto Online on PS5 is free, right? So you can just download the online component only, and that's free. Um, nice. On Xbox... It's 60% off, will cost you $20 or something like that uh, to get the full game. Um, and then like 10 bucks to get Grand Theft Auto Online only. So some weird pricing exclusivity thing going on there uh, where Sony paid a little extra money to have the game be cheaper uh, for a little bit on their platform. Gotcha. That's a little weird, but okay. Yeah, a little, a little confusing. So just make sure you read and figure out what you're getting. Uh, if I were you, and you, I would just buy the whole package. You know, um, yeah, for, for twenty dollars, like granted, you probably already bought it four times, but that's fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, so Grand Theft Auto, they're getting ready to release that, so jump back into that on the PC, really having a good time with it. Maybe it's just because I needed that palette cleanser from Elden Ring, you know mm-hmm. what I mean. I, I do. <clears throat> I do indeed. And, and I'm, I'm approaching that point in Elden Ring myself for like, I am enjoying it, but you know, I've been playing a lot of it obviously. So it's like, okay, like uh, something else would be, would be nice right now. So playing destiny in the middle of the week was a very nice little break, you know? And yeah, uh, yeah so I, I hear you hundred percent. It's like, those games are great, but 
yeah, it kind of gets to that point too of too much of a good thing sometimes where you're just like, okay, this is great. There's nothing, no complaints about it, but I just got to like, you know, pump the brakes a little bit so right. I don't burn myself out and, and, you know, don't like it anymore. <laughs> and I think that's why I jump around from game to game. Cause I feel like if I do just like no life a game, mm-hmm. I will burn myself out on it. And then I just won't want to play anything. Right. So it's easy for me to be like, all right, well, I still want to play games. Let's play something a little bit different. Yep. And I'm learning to do that more and more and uh, myself. And it is, it is nice to do that for sure. It's like, just take that break, play something different. And when you go back to the game that you're kind of working through, you just, you feel fresher and you're like, all right, sweet. Like I can handle this now. Right. And then uh, Halo. So this is kind of old news. I I guess it came out last week. I missed it. Um, But the Halo multiplayer co-op component and the forge got delayed uh, I guess the forge is supposed to launch with season three. Um, and then there is no date for co-op multiplayer. Apparently they're just having a hard time getting that open world four player co-op to work. Okay. Um, which is a bummer dude. Cause I, I, like, I remember when this game was coming out, I just really wanted to co-op it uh, with you. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just a bummer that they're just having such a hard time. Plus, I guess the game's multiplayer director left the company. Um, so, and they're still trying to work out their season pass woes, right? Their season pass was pretty horrible for this first season. Um, but I think their seasons going forward are only 90 days long. So that'll be good. Uh, so that you're not, we've been in season one since December. <laughs> right. <laughs> it, doesn't, doesn't it go through May? It goes through May. So it's a little long, right? I think that's where, and their Steam numbers have plummeted. Like there's only a hundred thousand people playing at any given time now on Steam. And that's down from like, you know, their peak was like 500,000 people on Steam. Granted, it's cross-platform, right? Yeah. uh, So their numbers are definitely taking a hit. Um, And that's okay. I think when new content comes out, you'll see that influx. And as people burn through that, depending on, you know, if they like it or not, you'll see the numbers fluctuate. But the fact that the multiplayer director left, and that could be for many reasons. Maybe he was only there for like a certain thing and they've hit that milestone. So he's like, okay, I'm gone. Um, I don't know, just some red flags, right? That co-op, they, they need that co-op and they need it like now. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, <clears throat> they'll get there eventually. I still really like Halo and that's a game that I will absolutely go back to, especially absolutely. when co-op comes out. But even the multiplayer, yep. really, we, really like, yeah. We haven't touched that in a while. Not in a while, but I would go back to it in a heartbeat. Like it, it's a great game. It's just it's Christmas season in March, dude, for video games. Yeah, it's it's bad right now. Um, Forspoken, the PS5 slash PC exclusive, right? You can get it on PC. Uh, it has been delayed until October. Oh, really? Yeah, it got delayed until October. Oh, dang. All right, I'm going to put on my tinfoil hat. Probably not going to be a popular opinion. They're probably like, hey, this guy's fucking stupid. Doesn't know what he's talking about. Here we go. Ready? (laughs) Ready. All right. So this game, I think, originally was supposed to come out in May or or May or April or May, I think. Um, So PlayStation's kind of in a weird spot, right? They have all these exclusives that are supposed to come, but guess what none of those exclusives are? What's that? God of War. Okay. Right. So you everybody's speculating God of War Ragnarok coming this year, coming this year, coming this year. Right. So unless mm-hmm. they're gonna release God of War in November, right? And I don't think they will because I you, you got Starfield in November, mm-hmm. right? Starfield in November, you got Forza coming probably in October, if 
I was a betting man from from uh, Microsoft, and Microsoft has stated they do have exclusive games that we don't know about yet that are going to launch in the fall. Uh, do I think it's going to be Fable? No. Do I hope it's Fable? Yes. Um, oh man, that'd be, that'd be so rad. Right, but what if we got Hellblade in September? I mean, that'd be cool too. I'd be more excited for Fable, but Hellblade's a great game. Right. Um, so, so my my thinking is, I don't think God of War is coming out this year. This I think year. I think something is going on with that game. You haven't seen very much of it at all. Uh, something's not right. They can't. It's not working. It needs more time. Whatever. Right. Um, also, I think they are worried by the fact that they do they cannot ship enough PS5s. They, mm-hmm. they came out and said they don't think the, the supply is going to get any easier. They think it's going to get worse. Um, Xbox is outselling them. Xbox outsold PS5 and PS4 in February with two tentpole releases for those games. You had, you had Forza, or not Forza, fuck. You had, uh, you had Horizon come out, right? Mm-hmm. And then shortly after that, you had G, uh, Gran Turismo. You're telling me that one of your biggest franchises, a temple franchise that you just champion and champion and champion, Horizon comes out in February, and you can't manage to outsell another console? Mm. And, and it's not maybe that people don't want them. I know if I can find a PlayStation, I'm buying it. But they, they cannot produce enough. And so I think either God of War is not coming, right? And maybe it's not in development hell. Maybe it's just like, hey, we're not going to release this until we hit X number of PS5s in the wild. Because that will sell a box right uh but what what is the next biggest game they have this year forspoken and i think they moved it right into that holiday window it's going to give the team more time to polish it up right and then uh make it like a a really nice triple a experience for for playstation owners and it'll fill that void of hey we or god of war is not coming this year sorry guys but here's something to soften the blow. <laughs> right. I don't think hundred percent, man. I don't think God of War Ragnarok comes out this year because you're, you're not going to launch it. Uh, you're not going to launch it in the summer. Right. You, uh-huh. you might've launched it in the spring, but if you're going to launch it in the spring, we would have heard way more about it. And then um, you're not going to launch it that late in the fall. You're not going to launch it in November. There's too much other stuff going on in November, either from third party or or other stuff right Mm -hmm. and when and maybe you're looking at i think they're looking at the metrics and like damn xbox is really selling uh we gotta wait we because if we launch this now yeah it's gonna do great it's gonna review well that game's gonna at least get like nines across the board i hope um but i i just don't think it's gonna you you launch it too early or you launch when there's not enough it's gonna get left in the in the on the back burner as other big stuff starts to come out. You're not going to launch God of War next to Starfield. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Right. That game's not coming until next spring. Right. You're, you're probably right. I mean, it's, it's going to be wishful thinking that God of War comes out this year. I would love it if it did. Um, But yeah, it's definitely wishful thinking. I mean, that's, that's one of those games too, that they definitely, definitely take their time on Uh, and they'll, they'll release it when they're getting ready. But I mean, God of War, um, even just the new God of War took a long time to come out uh, between God of War. Th- was it? No, it wasn't three. Uh, it was like the last one that came out was like that weird but, co-op yeah. multiplayer one, Ascension. Yeah, I was going to say Ascension. I think that's right. That sounds right. Um, 
Yep. Yep. So like, hey, take take your time on it. But I think you're starting to see the detriment of, wow, we let people take way too long to to make their exclusive games. And I I, I think Sony is going to start running into this problem where, yeah, they have these like five big games a generation. But how long do you have to wait in between those big games? And you're mm-hmm. going to start to see people transition to other consoles where they're getting more exclusives. Um, it doesn't mean they're not going to buy a PlayStation. Right. I think now more than ever, it is more common for multiple consoles to be in a house than it ever has been. Uh, Sure. But you're going to start to see people spend more time on their other consoles, which is going to hurt your console in general. It's the same like I have an iPhone. I'm not getting up iPhone because I'm so invested. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's what Sony wants because they're a box manufacturer. Right. That's what they do. They, They rely on selling a box. So they need you to stay invested in that platform. And if your big content hits uh, are few and far between, then, you know, people tend to jump ship. Well, I'm getting more over here and I will spend most of my time here and I will pay for Game Pass here, you know, uh, especially with talk of Game Pass coming to Steam. Mm -hmm. You put Game Pass on Steam and that is game over. Sony might as well just start putting their games on Game Pass. That would be insane. Steam is the biggest PC marketplace. (laughs) You know what I mean? You got the biggest PC marketplace and you're starting to lock down the console market. Like you might as well just be like, you know what? We're just going to be a publisher. We'll put our games on game pass. At least we're still making money. Sure. And, and granted, I will, I will be the first one to tell you I am more Xbox centric, right? Always will be. Uh, Just because I think I'm more invested there, but that, I'm trying to be as unbiased as possible, but I think there are things going on uh, behind the curtain. And I think Sony is starting to realize because there was a rumor that they were supposed to launch their Game Pass uh, competitor, right? Right. And then it leaked that that it was what it is, right? Three different tiers. You had the basic, the pre or the whatever, and then the must have like tier, but none of those included day one releases for Sony exclusives. And it's more expensive than Game Pass, so why the fuck would I pay for it? And it only works. It only works on a PlayStation. Mm-hmm. I could pay $14.99 for Ultimate, and I can get Game Pass on my Xbox and on my PC. And I yep. get all the day one games. So why Dude, the fuck... I... Oh, God, I'm sorry. I was going to say, why the fuck would I pay $17.99 for something that just guarantees me more games on your fucking platform, but you're not going to guarantee me that I'm going to get The Last of Us 3 or the new Jack and Daxter, any of that on day one. Why would I do that? Right. No, I, I hear you. <clears throat> that, that makes sense. I was just going to say that, like, I, you know, I was thinking about the PlayStation and stuff like that, and I haven't I haven't been playing, paying for, like, PlayStation uh, Plus or anything like that, you know, because I haven't had a console, and I, it just occurred to me, I'm like, I'm going to have to, like, redo that again if I want to play, like, anything online or, you know, get, like, any of the stuff they offer. It's just, like, it's just annoying. I mean, every, everybody does stuff like that, but if you're going to do that, you know, give me a reason to do it. Like you're saying, give me good content. Give me, right. you know, give me make my money worthwhile other than just, like, you know, hey, you need this to play online. I, if you don't which, play, if you you know if you don't play online, that's fine, but still, it's annoying. I mean, you may not need it for your PS5. What are you playing online on PS5? Well, that's what I'm saying. Nothing. Nothing. So you don't need yeah. PlayStation Plus. Right. But if you want to play online, it's a requirement. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. And, uh, and there's been a rumor that Microsoft's getting rid of the, hey, you have to have Xbox Live Gold to play online games. Uh, I know they've kind of done it with anything that's considered free to play. You don't need to have Xbox Live. Gotcha. Um, 
But I mean, you have a PC. So if you're going to play an online game and it's available on PC, why not just play it there? Because then you just pay for the game and you mm-hmm. can play it. And a lot of stuff is cross-play anyway. Exactly. Exactly. All the worlds are colliding together, which is crazy. Right? Like you want to play Destiny 2 mm-hmm. on PlayStation, although I think it's considered free-to-play. So maybe you don't need PlayStation Plus, but what if you did, right? Just play it on PC. You buy the game on PC and you can just play it. Right, and it's already downloaded. <laughs> right? And it's going to look better. I'm sorry, PS5, but it's going to look better on the computer that you have. Destiny 2, Witch Queen, whatever, will look better than your PlayStation. Yeah, I mean, compar- comparing the PS4 Destiny to the computer Destiny was, there's no comparison. Like, like you're going to get your 60 frames on PlayStation, but your computer drives Destiny at 120 frames. Mm-hmm. It's better. Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, no, it, it is. I, I compared them directly. Like I played Destiny for the first time on PC, like with you. And then went back to, we, pl- we went back and played on PS4 that one time together when you're. Yeah, uh, when I was my- moving. Yeah, when you're moving and it was miserable. Like it, it everything fun. was like, no, everything was like moving in slow motion. You felt like your characters like jumping underwater and stuff. Like it was just, it was not, a, not a good time, man. Yep. I don't know. I, I, I yep. think, I think as the generation goes and it's hard to think that we're almost three years into this bullshit and you <laughs> still can't find boxes on shelves. Um, <clears throat> I think as the generation goes, you're going to see more and more people like the Xbox series S such a great little console. There's a rumor going around that Microsoft's re- uh, releasing a disc version of it. Okay. Right. And if you release a disc version and you only raise it like 50 bucks, it's still cheaper than the non-disc version of a PS5. Um, I'm not a resolution guy. Like I don't really care if something's in 4k or 1080p or 1440p, right? Like our, our PC monitors are both 1440p, correct? Uh, yeah. And the games look fantastic. They look, yeah, they look amazing. Right? Now, I might change my tune if I go out and buy a 4K monitor. I'm like, oh, bro, your monitor's trash. 1440p, what the fuck? Right? Maybe. Probably, because that's just how I am as a person. But uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't need 4K. And I think a lot of people are in that boat. Right? A lot of people are like, you, you have a 1080p TV, yeah? Did I lose you, Josh? Josh. Hey guys. So sorry about that. Uh, lost internet on my end. Uh, I live in Europe. Internet tends to go in and out. My internet's not the best. So there's like a weird break. Um, but yeah, we, we were just talking about Sony having issues. I think there might be some issues there where they're starting to see, uh, hey, maybe it's not the best idea to release our big games if we can't get enough consoles out there. Um, but that's going to do it for us this week. I'm sorry for the abrupt ending. Uh, Josh has to get going. Uh, my internet's on the fritz. So we'll do our outro here. As always, thanks for joining us. This has been episode 20. You can reach us on the... Uh, you can reach that uh, email uh, at themhhpodcast at gmail.com. Again, that's the MHH podcast at gmail.com. We'd always like to hear from you. Please write in and you can reach us over on Twitter at the same handle, the MHH podcast over on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'd like to hear from you there as well. We appreciate everybody who listens every, every week we get more and more listeners. It's great. I like seeing the numbers grow. 
Uh, and please leave us some feedback. You can rate us over on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify. And then we're also up on Google Podcasts as well. So you can find us at those places. Um, yeah. And other than that, man, anything else, Josh? No, man, just hit us up. Let us know what you want us to talk about, what you're listening to, what you're playing. We <clears throat> love to hear from you guys and gals so we can just, uh, yeah, just have interact with you more, have more fun stuff to talk about. But, um, yeah, looking forward to next episode. And as always, thanks for tuning in. All right. Catch everybody later. Bye. Peace.